show three years and I stole that from the Flintstones happy anniversary thanks fellas yes it's happy anniversary time here at the toxic was that show our um, third year of me being on the air with the toxic wise that this is the Toxic Wise Ass Show here on Renegade Talk Radio. Excuse me, I'm adjusting my microphone here. And uh, <clears throat> I had a little time off this summer. Took a little time. It's been a weird, weird summer. Again, three years, happy anniversary to us. Uh, previously, I was uh, with Maine Internet Radio in Bangor for about um, six years, I think, six years, did a show there, and commercials and um, so forth, so on, guest spots, and uh, left there, and uh, still do commercials and ads and, and sports things for some local um, um, stations around here in northeastern Maine. I'm hoping to do a little bit more. Uh, I'll be doing my Halloween commercials. Already working on Halloween commercials, folks. Yes, already working on my Halloween commercials. E-Master. So uh, this is our third anniversary show, as I've said. And uh, we'll be having some fun, looking at movies, TV shows, what's going on in the news. Kind of quiet with North Korea right now. Not much going on. They've been testing some missiles, and Kim Jong-un will be calling in uh, later on. That's right. I'll be calling in. Wish you have an anniversary. I'll be the first one. And I'm still testing missiles, bitches. Yeah, he is. Um, Iran's been kind of quiet. Uh, some little trouble with them going with the British and American ships passing through the straits there and um, being harassed by Iranian uh, ships and um, missiles and so forth. But, uh, you know, World War III could start any day. Nothing you and I can do about it, folks. So if it happens, it happens. Uh, it's like when they talk about climate change. I mean, you do the best you can, but what can we do? I mean, I see sick animals on TV. I can donate to uh, animal shelters, which I do. But I, you know, the United States, we try to help in other countries, but there are countries like Russia and China and Pakistan and India and others that pollute like there's no tomorrow. So what are we supposed to do? Are we supposed to be in the classroom, half of the class that does what they're told, and the other half of the class that just doesn't care? So I don't know. It's complicated, I guess. But again, um, happy to be here. Had a little uh, vacation. And now back on the air with my third anniversary show. I'll be looking, like I said, at some uh, some movies and TV shows and events. Red Sox, folks, uh, sports-wise, not looking good here in the great Northeast. A lot of uh, people say, oh, you're, op- you're pessimistic, you're downer. No, I'm not optimistic, I'm not pessimistic, I'm realistic. And realistically, they have given up, they gave up, I think, around the uh, 
All-Star break. They didn't make any moves, and I predicted no moves, no trades, no playoffs. They are not going to catch Tampa Bay, which probably has half their payroll salary and half their talent. But out-hustled them, out-worked them, out-played them. And I think Tampa Bay and probably Texas go into the wild card games. Yankees are running away with it. I just hope... And I'm sorry, Yankee fans, but I'd rather see a team from Iran win. I just hate the Yankees. Ooh, I hate that team. Like, they hate us. But uh, I think Astros and Dodgers I'm calling for in the World Series. And who will win, I don't know. Astros and Dodgers in World Series. That's my call. But it won't be the Red Sox. No, they're falling behind. They're giving up. Their pitching is terrible. Uh they picked up Mr. Magoo and Stevie Wonder as relief pitchers. I mean, they might as well have. They just suck. Everyone's now waiting for pay, uh, football to start, uh, Patriots season. Um, I guess they got a really good rookie quarterback they're talking about. I can't remember his name. I'll have it for you later. It's like Kafift or something. It's an odd name. But he he's looking really good. But, you know, it's preseason. Everybody kind of can look good or bad. I don't know. But we'll have to see. You know, the proof will be in the pudding. And so, again, this is the Toxic Wise Show here on Renegade Talk Radio from Las Vegas. Like I said, the weather, the weather's been really weird. We had a hot spell here, even in northeastern New England, Maine, and Connecticut, and Massachusetts, and all these great New England states right up to the Canadian border. We had uh, temperatures hitting almost 100 but then it, it did cool off at night. It would go down to the 50s. And recently, it's been going down to into the 40s, almost like pre-frost, 42. Uh, one night it was 39. This is August. This is August weather here. It was supposed to be dog day afternoons. And um, the days are still fairly humid and, and warm. But the nights really cool off. With thunderstorms coming through, they come by, they come back again. But uh, no tornadoes or floods or hurricanes like they have in the uh, south and southeast. So we're kind of lucky with that situation. But again, our, our, uh, this is our third anniversary show. And looking forward to uh, doing more shows and having more fun. Because that's what it's all about. I mean, we do have to report some of the crappy, bad stuff that goes on, like, unfortunately, the shoot shootings in El Paso and um, Ohio. And um, I, I don't know what can be done, folks. I just don't know. Are, is the government going to go into everybody's home and check out your closet to see if you have what you have for guns? I don't know. I don't think that can be done. I don't think so. It's going to be tough. And, I th and my theory is if a criminal or a nut or a nutty criminal wants to get a hold of a weapon, a gun, they will. And taking away the semi-automatic guns, okay, that might be the answer. But look, you ever see The Rifleman, that show, The Rifleman? Well, he fires off 14 shots in about three seconds with an 1890s rifle. So it is possible. I mean... Uh, if a crazy guy wanted to get a couple shotguns and a couple rifles and strap them to his back, he could fire off, you know, 20, 30 shots before having to reload. Most shotguns hold about six shots. Um, the rifles hold five or six shots. 
and pistols, even even a six shooter. So if a, if a crazy guy gets a hold of a, a 30-30 and a six shooter, I mean that's uh, you know that's a that's 15 shots right there, and it brings a shotgun. That's 20 something shots, and they're quick and easy to reload. It's not not like a you know a musket. It's not like a flintlock. They, you can you can slap bullets into a shotgun right through the bottom as fast as you can, and, and same with a with a Winchester, even a single barrel shotgun or a double barrel. You can do a lot of a hell of a lot of damage with a big buckshot blast. So I'm not sure if taking the semis, they'll even they have to use a crossbow or something. I mean, there was there's been knifings. With knives, you're gonna take, you're gonna go into everybody's house and take their knives away from. Them. I just, I just don't know how they're. They talk about it, and they have some ideas, but they're, are they practical? Because are you gonna be able to go in and take everybody's money? Like, I used to have a big gun collection. I had 30, 40, 50 guns, and I found out I, I would rather go target shooting than hunting. I really don't like hunting. I mean, it's a I don't care for the. I don't care about those that do because those that do, they go out hunting turkeys or deer or whatever, and they they moose. They ooh, bullwinkle here, don't shoot. Hokey smokes, bullwinkle. No, don't shoot, bullwinkle. But um, <clears throat> I discovered I I don't like wild game. I just don't like the taste of it, and I don't like killing stuff. So I I would go out to target shooting. Much more fun. You get to shoot the gun. You don't have to walk around four hours waiting for something to move in the woods to blast it like Elmer Fudd. Oh, gracious. It's wabbit season. <laughs> wabbit season, Doc. But anyways, uh, I just don't know what they're going to be able to do. Take away the assault rifles. And I had an I had uh, AR-15 Colts and I had Ruger 223s. Um, rifles, ranch rifles they were called, and they do fire fast, and they do fire easy, and they are powerful. But I also had 3030s, and, and 22s, and 12 gauge pumps, and believe me, they can do a lot of damage also, and uh, even though they don't have giant clips, it, they're easy to reload. It's not like you have to sit there with the rod, you know, and muskets, and put the powder down on the ball, and it's quick. You can reload really fast with shells right in your pocket or on a belt loop. So uh, just watch the Rifleman, old 1960 or 61 show, The Rifleman with Chuck Connors. Just Google that, YouTube it, and you'll see what I mean. So I, they don't talk about that. Take away the assault rifles, they'll just use regular rifles. Go to the store, get a couple 30-30s, each holds six, seven shots, a couple 12-gauge pumps, a couple 12-gauge double barrels. You can do a lot of damage with a double barrel 12-gauge. Now they make 10-gauge shotguns again. They used to make them, they stopped, but now they make them, and those are like for goose guns. And they can do a real, a real amount of damage and fast. You can fire, you can fire both barrels, a reload, fire both barrels. I mean, will it be like, uh, you know, a, a bump stock uh, assault rifle cult? No, it won't. You may not be able to do inflict as much death as you wanted to or intended to, but you can still do a lot of damage with uh, conventional 
weapons. Believe me. Uh, you might not realize it if you don't shoot or hunt or target shoot, but believe me, you can. I can, you know, you could take a 30-30, <clears throat> and I've had all these weapons. A 30-30 Winchester holds five or six shots. A six-shooter, that's 12, 13 shots right there. And get a couple of those, and, and you're going to be able to fire off 20, 30 shots before anybody can stop you, probably. Um, more uh, hectic and chaotic with the assault rifle, more damage, yeah, pro probably, yeah. But believe me, a crazy person who wants to haul off, you know, three or four weapons that are, good, that are not assault rifles or weapons can still do a lot of damage. But we want to get off the um, uh, sad and awful topic, and I don't know what they're going to be able to do. Uh, because lots of times if a crazy person can't buy a gun or a criminal can't buy a gun, they buy one illegally or they steal one or they get one, they take one from their parents or someone they know, their grandfather or grandma or somebody. Like the kid that uh, did the shootings in Connecticut, he shot his mother with her own weapons. She collected guns. He couldn't get one. But he shot her and took her guns and then killed a bunch of kids at Sandy Hook School. Sad. You know, you go to school, you worry about your homework, you worry about your teachers mean or nice or getting your work done or <coughs> getting the flu, making the basketball team. You know, you worry about all these things. Crushes, and who likes you and who doesn't. You know, you don't never, <laughs> never used to think about getting shot at school. Now they make bulletproof backpacks. How sad is that? But it's the times we live in, folks. I, I don't really know what's happened. I don't really think it's video games. I mean, maybe a little bit. But, I mean, they've been making, you know, westerns and war movies, and no one's gone out and shot people. I mean... Horror writers like Stephen King and and a lot of these writers that write, you know, uh, Tarantino, they write violent movies, but they don't go out and shoot people. But it's in their heads. They, you know, create in movies and TV shows and books. So, I don't know. It's a, it's a difficult and it's going to be a, a hard topic to, uh, it's going to be a hard thing to regulate, I think. Because there's, uh, three or four hundred million guns out there and everyone I know practically has at least one or more especially in uh, you know the uh, rural areas imagine going into Texas and Florida and, and give me your guns oh, that, that ain't gonna work you'll have a revolution the NRA is a powerful powerful agency and just a lot of people have guns. Not so much in the city or places like but a lot of people in the country and out there in the south and even here in New England. There's half of New England, you know, people, people just have guns. And, and even those that don't hunt or target shoot, they may have a shotgun or some kind of weapon in their house because the drugs are so bad. The druggies are breaking into homes and camps. So it's just a mess, really. 
It really is. Uh, upcoming elections. I think it's going to be tough to beat Donald Trump. I think that's why the Democrats are so eager to try to get him impeached because they really have a bad, bad selection of candidates. Joe Biden is your best candidate. Man, that's that's not good. I mean, he's. I I look at him and I wonder how did he get where he is because he's really folks. He's an idiot. He's a, he might be a nice guy and, and have good intentions, but you hear him talk and you wonder, how the F did that guy get where he at? He must have known somebody. And I was telling somebody the other day, I used to think that uh, politicians were smart and suave and sophisticated and knowledgeable and worldly. They're not. They're just, a lot of them are lawyers, crooked lawyers that become crooked politicians. They... I mean, watch the Dick Cheney movie, how he got where he's at. You just brown nose, get your way into the door. doesn't matter what you know. It's like my grand-aunt used to say, it's who you know. And Joe Biden knew somebody, I'll tell you that, because he's not very bright. He's a terrible speaker. He has a lot of gaffes. He struggles to speak. He's not a good speaker. His voice doesn't command. It's too soft. Um, he's in trouble. The Democrats are in trouble. They better come up with somebody better than what they got, which I don't see them doing. Or Trump's going to have another cakewalk, which is going to really upset a lot of the liberals. You know, liberal means free, freedom of speech, but it seems like a lot of liberals go crazy if you disagree with them. They want you to disagree with them or don't speak. They want you, I'm sorry, they want you to agree with them. If you don't agree with them, then don't say anything. I saw where someone in like the Fox, like Hannity and all them off the air. Well, would, are you going to stop freedom of speech, the First Amendment? Just have one side? That's called communism. But anyways, uh, we got a lot to talk about here on our third anniversary show, and we're going to have fun and talk about, like I said, some movies, and we'll have some uh, people calling in and uh, wishing us a happy anniversary. Happy third anniversary here on the Toxic Wise Show on Renegade Talk Radio. Thanks for tuning in. Excuse me, I'm adjusting my mic. And in sports news, the Boston Red Sox are they're like a, a done row, stick a fork in them. Um, they look like they're going to rebound and come back and then win three or four games, usually against bad teams. And then they suck. They're, they're, pretty, they're like nine games out of the last wild card with about 40 games to go, I think, 41. And Tampa Bay's not going to yield ground, and neither is Cleveland. So I think they're, uh, they're done. They're out. Chris Sale's done for the year, one of their better pitchers. So... Uh, Boston fans are kind of looking forward to Patriots coming up, which will be soon. Hey, quick movie review. Dora, there's a movie, Dora, in the City of Gold, kind of Dora the Explorer. I had a, a, a mockumentary called Dora the Crack Horror, where she was a crack whore traveling around, but that didn't go over good. Um, the Peanut Butter Falcon, I think I talked about that. Pretty good movie. Uh, well, you know... Not a lot of action, but uh, 
a story you kind of want to follow. Uh, you know, it's not uh, kung fu or guns or anything like that, but it's a cute little story. I give it a a, a, a B minus. Um, the Art of Racing in the Rain, about a race car driver and his family and sickness. Uh, that was pretty good. I give that a B plus. The Kitchen, starring um, uh, that big comedian. She was in Mike and Molly. I can't think of her name. It's about Hell's Kitchen. It's not. It's not about a kitchen. It's not a, really a comedy. It's about the, the mob, the Irish mob in New York, in Hell's Kitchen in the 80s. And uh, I give that a B. That was a pretty good movie. Um, let me see. Uh, scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Eh, really elongated. I mean, it was kind of a good idea, different. Not totally different, but a little different uh, theme to it. But uh, really elongated, a lot of dialogue, a lot of the same old, same old. I'll give it a C plus. Uh, not really. Horrible histories uh, about Boudicca and the rotten Romans. Um, kind of reminds me of a funny thing happened on the way to the forum, which is uh, with Zero Mostella comedy back in the 70s, kind of mocking that or trying to... Uh, copy that. I give it a C. It was kind of cute. Instead of Spartacus in one scene, they were saying Farticus. That was like one of the funniest spots. Uh, movie Good Boys about a bunch of, I think, sixth graders that are on the loose in uh, their escapades. I give that a B minus. That was pretty good. 47 meters down, uncaged. Uh, that was pretty good. Uh, you know, shark stories are pretty much the same. You're trapped in the water. They even had one where they were, people were trapped in a supermarket after a hurricane. That was pretty good. You know, like they're jumping up on the aisles. Of the, the, the store is flooded, and they're trying to escape three or four sharks that got in, you know, uh, as the water uh, started to rise, and uh, the store got flooded. And so they're actually in a supermarket that's, uh, t uh, that's like an aquarium now, <laughs> and uh, trying to survive three or four sharks. They're running back and forth and uh, going from room to room, trying to stay up high on the uh, aisles where it's dry, where they can't be uh, attacked. Well, 47 meters down, a little, a little different, and uh, I did like it. I give it a B. So, um, yeah, and there's been some movies on Netflix that I'll talk about later that were pretty good. But uh, for right now, on our anniversary show, that is our um, that is our look at movies. Uh, again, uh, also there was a movie called The Tomorrow Man uh, with John Lithgow and Blythe Danner. That was a pretty cute movie. I give that a a B. And. Uh, <laughs> There's a lot of dialogue, but it's dialogue that you kind of want to follow because you don't know really what's gonna, going on or happening until it starts to happen. But I give that movie a B. So if I think that might be on Netflix. I, might think, I think I saw that on Netflix. So The Tomorrow Man, that was a, that was a pretty good movie. And uh, again, that's our look here at movies here on my anniversary show here on the Toxic Wise Ass Show. Uh, we have uh, some greetings from uh, people we have wishing us happy anniversary. Hey, this is Dick Cheney. Uh, happy anniversary. Oh, shotgun went off. <laughs> Just kidding, but 
Anyways, happy anniversary, and uh, I hope uh, many more shows to come. And uh, well, uh, I think I'm having another heart attack, so I got to get off the air. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Dick Cheney. We got a lot of problems, but one of them isn't the Toxic Wise Ass Show. This is your president, Donald J. Trump, and uh, wishing uh, happy anniversary to the Toxic Wise Ass Show. Well, thank you, Mr. President. Hi, this is Jimmy Carter. I'm 99 years old. I don't even know where I am, but I wish, I wish you a happy anniversary and many more to come on Toxic Wise Ass Show. May the penis be with you. <laughs> I got some nuts right here. They're a little old and saggy, but I got them. Well, thank you, Mr. Carter. See, we, we're hearing from everybody, liberals and uh, uh, conservatives, Democrats, Republicans. We even heard from uh, Kim Jong-un, who wishes a happy anniversary. This is Vladimir Putin also wishing happy anniversary to uh, Toxic Wise Ass Show. Das Vodanya, happy anniversary. Well, thank you, Mr. Putin. And so we're hearing from everybody all over the world the good, the bad, and the ugly on our anniversary show here on the Toxic Wise Ass Show on Renegade Talk Radio. Do you play the lottery, folks? I mean, we have a couple, uh, you know, I play the scratch-offs here and there, and I, I do okay. You, what you do is you try to get to know the people at the store that uh, you get them from, and you ask them, hey, did anybody win lately? Because the odds are like, in five dollar and ten dollar tickets, and are about one in five, and uh, twenty dollar tickets about one in three. So what you do is, and it's not foolproof, of course, but it can help uh, gauge a little bit. You have to be careful, because you can blow a lot of money playing those scratch offs. I've heard of people losing their homes, and their mortgages, and and uh, not at the casino, and not uh, playing like. Uh, Pick three or Mega Box or Powerballs, but just scratch offs, losing their homes, losing their jobs. One guy told me at the store that I go into where I gas up, usually, uh, it's a Dunkin' Donuts gas station combination, and um, he said they fired a girl there, they just fired her because uh, she was scratching off tickets while she was working, and if she won, she, uh, she bought the ticket. But if she lost, she didn't buy it. She just threw it in the garbage. Hmm, not convenient. Only buy if you win. And only win if you buy. <laughs> well, she got fired because there's like 18 cameras pointing at her. And when they saw the discrepancies, they, you know, everything's computerized. When they saw the discrepancies, they just kind of figured out. And then they saw her throwing the cards in the garbage, and she was canned. And so, you know, this happens, but um, what happens when well, you have to, you know, get friends with the people that work in the stores, and you go to pretty much the same stores, and if you go to places where they don't know you or you don't know what's going on, you take a bigger, bigger chance. And again, it's not foolproof, it's, it's, it just helps, it helps gauge. You ask them, anybody, hey, on ticket number 10, that's a $5 ticket, or ticket number 8, that's a $10 ticket. Did uh, 
did anybody win lately that you know of? And they'll say, oh, yeah, a lady just won 100 bucks or 50 And so you stay away from it because the next ones are most likely, not always, but most likely losers. And then you get your Powerballs and your, and your Mega Bucks. And I have some luck with the Mega Bucks, which is Maine, New Hampshire, and Vermont. Um, but on the Powerballs, I just, I, it's like uh, God is really kicking my ass. Or the uh, leprechauns, or the my relatives in space and heaven, whatever, uh, guiding spirits, whatever you want to call it, it's kicking my ass because I never seem to get any of the effing numbers. Once in a while, I get the Powerball number, and you get like uh, 15, 20 bucks or something like that, but I never seem to get any of the other numbers. Now, when I lived in L.A. I played the Powerball out there, and I hit it a couple times. I won like 100, 150 bucks. But here, I've never won more than like probably 25, and that was a while ago. So I don't know what it is, but the Powerball game hates me. I hate my ass. Um, even when I go to the casino, they have a, a gift shop in Bangor at the Hollywood Casino, and you can go in and uh, buy uh, scratch-offs and Powerball. So even when I'm playing the slots or I'm playing blackjack or something, I go in into the gift shop and I'll buy a couple $10 tickets and a Powerball and a Mega Box. Keep it under like 30, 40 bucks, something like that. I mean, once in a while, a $25 ticket. And the odds on those are like one in three. But you got to be careful. And uh, you can really, I mean, there's a lady in my town, I won't mention her name. She goes around to several different stores and buys like $100 worth like almost every night some places she spends 200 and I'll say I don't know about the other stores because I only go into a couple here and buy them well, one place where I gas up and the other place where I go usually go in and pick up a water or something something to drink and my buddy works here a couple of my buddies <coughs> and I'll say well she spent $300 and she won like 20 and once in a while she'll win a thousand, but she should. I mean, she's spending a thousand a week. I try to limit mine. Yeah, I try to keep it to a budget. You know, sometimes I spend fifty, sometimes a hundred a week. But like I say, I try to gauge it and try to be careful. I'm not buying. You know, I've even heard a lady. She won five hundred dollars on a ticket, turned around and bought a whole roll, and spent five hundred to win two hundred. Now that's just. I mean, he's taking a chance. I guess go big or go home. Uh, you could look at it that way, or you could say it is effing stupid. But, uh, uh, you know, play moderate. In, anytime you overdo anything, you're going to be in trouble. <laughs> you overeat, you're in trouble. You drink too much water, you're going to get sick. So too much gambling, unless you're really, really lucky. Like my grandfather's name, my mom's father was... Uh, was um, Mark Clayton, which my name's Mark Clayton. I'm named after both my grandfathers. And uh, Clayton DeLong was his name, and he was called Lucky because he also played cards, like at the Elks Club and private games. And, and uh, he used to win quite a bit, even though lots of times they were all drinking and, you know, how that goes. And I remember them playing at camp, too. We used to go to camp. We had a camp out here, a hunting camp, and fishing camp too and it was in Harvey side in Monticello which is about 15 miles north of Holton up by uh, between Presque Isle, Maine and Holton, Maine and um, 
a little bit to the west of that. And there's yeah. a lot of lakes there, lot, not really big lakes, but there's a couple of small lakes and some rivers and streams. And it's like in the, if you ever wanted to film like a horror movie or a Bigfoot movie, that would be the place. You got to drive, I think, about 20 miles in, and it's like, there's like nothing. There's no telephone poles. The road is all dirt road, and it's tough. And you have to have a truck or a four-wheeler or a snowmobile or something. But we used to go in there, and the camp was pretty nice. I got pictures of it on my Facebook at Mark Chaplin uh, Facebook, Bangor, Maine. And if you want to see him, my cousins and I, my cousin Lloyd, who passed away a few years ago in a terrible accident in South Windsor, Connecticut, at his uh, construction company, but that aside, we had a lot of fun at that camp. And this is like the middle 70s, there's no internet, there's no portable TVs with VCRs built in them. Uh, I mean, we did take radios with us, we had like AM, FM, you know, walk, uh, um, transistor radios, and there was a big radio there, so we could listen to the radio. Sometimes we even bring like walkie-talkies that we had and fellow fool around with them and we had like a 410 shotgun and we'd set up cans and shoot them. I never really shot anything. I didn't, I, I didn't I like shooting guns but I didn't really like hunting. I didn't like to shoot anything and I don't like anything shooting at me either so but anyways uh, we were out in the middle of nowhere and uh, had a pretty good little camp. One of the things though was it would be nice and warm. We'd be there like November, late November, early December and um, Thanksgiving to around Christmas time, and it the, the, had a pretty good fireplace. It slept like eight. There was like four double bunks, and so. Uh, but the the men uh, would uh, grandfather and uncles and stuff would. Uh, my dad would stay up and uh, uh, late, and they'd all play cards. Even though my parents were divorced, my dad still came up to hunt and camp. And uh, there were snowmobiles and things like that around, and lots of booze and beer. My cousin Lloyd and I would take a couple of beers and go out for a snowmobile ride <coughs> in the woods, <laughs> drink a beer. Yeah, I really didn't like beer, but it was just a cool thing to do. But we were like right in the middle of nowhere. And the thing was, is like at, uh, at night, uh, the fire would be nice and warm as long as someone was stoking the big stove big wood stove, but uh, about 5 or 6 o'clock in the morning when everybody's in bed and about and it's like 20 below out, didn't take long for the camp to get really cold and we pulled our wool blankets over us. And, uh, so it was like something out of a movie. But uh, anyway, those were, those were the fun days. Fun days. But uh, I really am not a camper. Uh, my idea now, like my cousin Lloyd used to say, of camping is uh, the Hilton Garden with a nice pool and a mint on my bed. And again, this is the Toxic Wise Show on our second year anniversary here on Renegade Talk Radio from Las Vegas, Nevada, USA, the world. Getting back to the uh, Powerball and all that, uh, just, you know, you have to be careful. And, uh, you know, um, but anyways, I never have any luck on the GD Powerball. <clears throat> like I say, I get the Powerball number once in a while, and I boost it, power it up, whatever, and you get like three times what you'd normally get if you didn't power it up. It's an extra dollar. So it's $3 for a Powerball and $2 for a Megabucks. No, that's, that's not going to drain you. 
<clears throat> your chances, of course, they're terrible. They're really bad. But, you know, the sun shines on everybody's ass at one time. So, you know, you never know. You hope flow. You just uh, don't expect it, and uh, maybe it'll happen. I don't know. Uh, I, I saw a thing on TV where a guy was in the hospital, and he wasn't dying. He was sick, and his father came to him in a dream and gave him the, the, the Powerball numbers. And so he wrote them down in his hospital bed, played it the next time, and won like uh, $12 or $13 million. Uh, so far, my relatives are uh, not helping me out. So maybe yours will help you out. I don't know. Again, Toxic Wise, that show, talking about the lottery. Be careful. Be careful the casino. You know, when I go to the casino, too, I go in with like a couple hundred bucks in my pocket. I don't go to the ATM. I don't use my credit card. When the money's gone or doubles or whatever happens, happens, uh, I quit, and that's enough. Usually I come out of there, though, even or a bit ahead. You know, I've gone up. I've won a 1,000 before, and I maybe have lost a couple hundred, but not very many times, a few times. And so, you know, the casino's a fun place. It's like Disneyland for adults. <clears throat> it's a fun piece place to people watch. When they do the commercials, it's like people in evening gowns and tuxedos and fancy. Oh, we're at the casino like James Bond. James Bond. This is Sean Connery, and I'd also like to wish the Toxic Wise Show a happy anniversary. Uh, thanks a lot, uh, Sean Connery. The original, I do believe, James Bond. I used to have the James Bond kit. The, the briefcase of the gun popped out. I don't think you can do that now. I'm surprised they sell any toy guns at all with all what's going on. <laughs> um, and, and, and speaking of which, they're catching somebody about every week who is planning to do a shooting. Guys with like 10,000 rounds of ammunition and 50 guns. And listen, I used to collect guns and it's fun and it's fun to target shoot, but I don't know. Maybe time to pack the uh, machine guns away and the assault rifles. And although I don't know how they're going to do it, they're going to go into people's homes and take these guns, like the Nazis and the Russians and the Iranians. I, I don't think so. Not in the good old USA. It's going to be quite the challenge. And I do think Trump will win again because if you look at the ass clowns that are running against them, Joe Biden's the best they can come up with. Like I said, when I was a kid, I used to think, oh, politicians are smart, Richard M. Nixon. I'm very smart. Um, they're classy and sophisticated. They're, believe me, politicians are usually lawyers, scumbag lawyers who become scumbag politicians. They're just out for themselves. They talk. They never, they promise. They never come through. So uh, I don't know how Joe Biden got where he is. Uh, Donald Trump, I understand, he comes from money and you know, business background. Uh, Joe Biden, someone's got to tell me how he got where he's at because he's, a, he's an idiot, really. He, he's a terrible speaker. I heard his staff is even in tell, telling him not to speak too much because of all his gaffes. He's terrible, and that's the best they're going to come up with. <sighs> it's like Duke playing, uh, you mean Augusta or something. <laughs> You're going to get slaughtered. You might put up a good fight, but you're going to get slaughtered. And and they say, oh, Joe Biden has the best, according to the polls, he has the best chance of beating Trump. Well, isn't that what they said about Hillary? She was going to slaughter him? Yeah. 
Those polls suck. People lie. They get them wrong. People that run polls have a tendency to have them come out the way they want to. So, anyways, I don't believe any of the polls. But uh, we'll have to see what happens in the next election. But anyways, getting back to gambling, just be careful out there. Like I said, when I go into the, uh, when I would go into the um, casino, you just, you know, take a certain amount. I also heard of people losing their mortgages and houses going to the casino. So now they always have that helpline. You have, you know, gambling's only a problem if you're losing. So, anyways, this again is the Toxic Wise Ass Show on our second year anniversary, and thanks for tuning in with us. We got much more coming up. Hello, this is Bill Cosby, and I'm calling from prison, and I just want to say, Jello Buddy is still pretty good in prison. <laughs> but I want to wish the Toxic Guys Wise Ass Show happy anniversary. Sorry, I can't be there. Hey, 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 fat Albert. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm in prison too, cause he's in prison. Mm-mm. Hey, hey, hey! But happy anniversary! Hey, thank you, Bill Cosby, and uh, Fat Albert, for the anniversary wishes. It's been a fun two years, and I hope I have uh, some years left to continue doing this great show here on the TWA also known as the Toxic Wise Ash Show on Renegade Talk Radio. And I want to thank uh, Richard Kepler for having me uh, do my show on uh, on the Renegade Talk Radio. Uh, Las Vegas, Nevada. Yeah. Yep. Uh, well, I've been to Vegas a few times when I lived in L.A. I lived in L.A. for about six years, like two and a half and a half and then uh, three years came home did a comedy uh, tour for about a year or so and then went back and had a lot of auditions had like oh I don't know I thought at one time close to a couple hundred auditions and I had about uh, probably 20 times where it was a call, a call back and it was between me and maybe a couple other other guys I remember one audition I had was for the movie Space Jam remember that with Michael Jordan and all them uh, basketball players versus the cartoon Looney Tunes from outer space. And I actually went out for the part of Bugs Bunny. Hey, what's up, Doc? Oh, Doc, for sure. And uh, I thought, uh, I think Billy West got it, and I was better than him. He's overrated, but he came from, like, William Morris, and I, I came from a mid-agency, mid-level agency, so... But I went up to Universal City. It was quite an honor just to get the audition. Of course, I wish I had gotten it. Uh, I'd be uh, living in Malibu, probably. <sighs> Malibu. Malibu's beautiful. You know, it's not very big either. It's only about, uh, I, I think when I was there uh, a bunch of years ago, it was like thirteen or 14,000 people. And it's no, there's like no big buildings there. It's like, uh, you know, something you'd see in a movie about Malibu. It's uh, a bunch of houses on the coast, nothing... You know, no industry, no big uh, uh, machinery there, no big uh, buildings. Uh, at least when I was there, there wasn't any. And I, you know, see, like that movie Two and a Half Men, that's where Charlie Sheen lives, and Two and a Half Men and uh, the house on Malibu. And that's what it looks like, a bunch of houses right on the coast. And uh, although they did have some bad fires there and some, and uh, I think they lost some homes, which still amazes me how you have 
fires and you live beside the uh, world's largest ocean. I don't know. Mystery to me how they can't get that water to the fires. And uh, I got D's in science and I'm still baffled by it. But anyways, maybe someday they'll figure it out. And that's it for our anniversary show here, folks. Thanks you for tuning in. And uh, here on the Toxic Wise Ass Show. And we'll see you in the next one again. Happy two-year anniversary to us. We had a great time. Had all kinds of people congratulate us from Kim Jong-un to President Trump and uh, Vladimir Putin. Lots of congratulations and happy tones. Did movie reviews and sports talk and news talk and all kinds of talk. So thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you on the next show here on the Toxic Wiser Show on the best place for talk radio, Renegade Talk Radio from Las Vegas, Nevada, the good old USA, the world, the universe. That losing you would make me flip my lid, right? You know you laugh. And they're still coming to take me away someday. Someday. As long as they have, like I said, as long as they have cable, three meals a day, and snacks. And Netflix. Uh, to take me away. <laughs> and a good shower, of course. Can't be dirty. Remember that uh, cleanliness is next to godliness. Smile. I truly do believe that. I love taking hot, hot showers. <laughs> I cooked your food. I cleaned your house. And this is how you pay me back for all my kind, unselfish, loving deeds. Huh? Well, you just wait. They'll find you yet. And when they do, they'll put you in the ASPCA, you mangy mutt. Dad, they're coming to take me away. Ha-ha, they're coming to take me away. Ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away.